am beyond excited to get to chat with you for a few minutes. Yeah! Um, I have been doing a little stalking of you on the interwebs, trying to see what all you're about, but I cannot wait to actually share you with my people. With your people, my squad, my people, with your people. That's right, that's right. So tell everyone a little bit about who Peggy is. Let's see who Peggy is. Well, first of all, I'm a mother. So we've got to mention I'm a mother of men. So if you see my bio in, on Facebook, I make sure I mention them, which they despise, which I don't care. Um, sure. I've been a health, wellness, and life coach for 30 years. I've been in this industry, fitness, nutrition, uh, corporate America for 25 years. I worked with military soldiers and dependents and medical clinics. So bottom line, I know people and I love people and I love to um, find the best quality of life for them in all spectrums of their I mean, that's like I eat, drink, and it's my, other than coffee, like we were chatting, <laughs> it's my drug to see like the whites where people get really excited and see an aha, like that's, that's my deal. Oh, I totally, totally get that. Um, yeah. I have been in the real estate industry for about 16 years. So while that seems like more of a sales job, it really, I tell people all the time, I said, I don't sell anything. I create relationships with people and use those relationships to help match people with the ideal property or the ideal scenario that they need to be in to make their American dream come true. That's right. No, that's 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 a way I feel about wellness because I call myself the all things wellness coach and it doesn't mean like I'm all things. It sure. Okay. But really it's the fact that you know I have a trademarked all things wellness wheel and so it's got some wellness, it's got some well-being, but the main thing is that over the years I have learned that everyone comes to me and says, "Tell me what to eat." tell me how to move and it has nothing to do with that and it's all about you know the sleep and the stress and organization and what's your spirit and what's your rituals and habits so i just started to dissect a wellness wheel on the wagon because i was envisioning like a wagon going along yeah. when you run over a nail and there's a leak off the wheel goes and you clunk down Right. So that's what the wheel is, is to figure out where everybody's punctures are. Maybe it's sleep for you right now or stress. How do you cope with that and embed habits? Because that affects your nutrition choices, affects whether you want to move, affects. So that's what I Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. So um, with that wheel, since you brought up habits, what are some of your morning routines or evening routines or habits that you do on a ritualistic type basis to keep all the wheels on your bus going? I'm a geography girl. I'm telling you that when I, when I was a baby growing up, I knew I needed to be near water. I knew for a fact. Mm -hmm. And so when I got landlocked for 25 years raising my kids, it almost, when I go back to visit them, it sounds crazy, but I feel like an anxiety. Like I'm not, and some people love mountains. So what my ritual is now, I moved to Florida after they were up and grown. And I was like, peace out. Mama's out here. <laughs> I love you, but I can love you from Florida. It'll be great. 
five grandkids, I guess I'm not going to crochet blankets. No. <laughs> I'm going to, no. But so I moved to Florida. It took me about nine years to get here. I was very, I was adamant. I could see it. I knew where I was going. There was no option. My point is my first morning routine is I get outside on my deck to see the water, to feel the moisture with whatever comes with that. I might do my social media. I might just have coffee and stare. I don't meditate. I stare and just stare. So that's my biggest one. And then I know what type of time of day I operate well and the time of day where you're like, you know, <laughs> there's nobody home. <laughs> you're just sitting here going why is this sentence so hard <laughs> and that's about two o'clock in the afternoon for me so that's when I get out on my bike and I've got you're gonna crack up at this but you know the vision you have when you retire and you move to like a warm community and those bicycles with the big butt seats and the back yes. always wanted one swear to god and so I was very picky and it was like it has to go like this and a big old seat and I want my basket and I got it and every day, I love it. I just like I love it. So that's my two big routines, and having a salad every day. I have salad every single day. Yeah, that's that's incredible. That's incredible. You know, I I think that there are things that people are um, they do because some guru told them this is the way that they should do it. So I love that yours is so personal mine are definitely very similar they're very personal i do not have the bike with the big seed and i still live near the mountains and not near water but i'm gonna get where you are honey i'm gonna get there because oh, oh, i need the water um in my life every day oh it's so yeah i love that that they are definitely very personalized routines for you and you know what works for you so many people are afraid to explore that side of them and figure out what are the things that bring me joy every single day and then be willing to to make sure that those get into the schedule there's i i mean i'm sure you see this all the time there are women who are like well i really 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 want to do this but i just don't have time like i've got kids and i've got jobs and blah blah blah, blah. and i'm like but if you're not taking care of you then who oh. is oh. And I, I love absolutely what you said about making it yourself because I've said, so I started my business when I moved here five years ago. I left corporate America and I'll have to admit I left with a little bit of a sour, sour taste in my mouth because sure. I was in corporate. So I knew what the employees needed. I knew what management needed and I would go back and forth between the two. And it was quite frankly, it could be exhausting because I really felt at times I represented, you know, this is what's causing a re revolving door. Can we just get them a gas card for $25 they'd stay? Oh no, okay, it's just would drive me crazy. <laughs> so when I started, moved here and started my own wellness business virtually, I knew right away the way I wanted to take the approach because I had worked for a um, ABC TV show, Extreme Weight Loss Boot Camp. And so I knew, I know wellness, right? But I know the commonality is Everyone has to go home. You yeah. have to go home. So whether you have two kids or four kids makes a difference. Whether you're retired, whether you were a bodybuilder and now you're not makes a difference. So their real world, their real life is where I have to go. And they figure out, we do all sorts of different things, but the main thing is, is where are you spending your time? Changes every week. Your nose is in social media because there was an election. Oh, it's over. Well, now it's Candy Crush. 
right? Yeah. Right. So you look at their time and their habit history, frankly, because, you know, like you, girl, if you're like, hey, I never exercise at 8.30 in the morning in my life, I'm like, then I ain't talking to you about it ever again. Like, <laughs> right. You know? Meet them where they are. Exactly. Meet meet them where they are. And that's when it embeds is when they do it their way, not this cookie cutter Weight Watcher meeting. And I'm not saying none of those things do work, but yeah. every person's unique. And that's, um, you said one thing a few minutes ago is that we feel like we can't do it or we almost shouldn't do it or we're shamed or we're not perfect. Once you own this, like, whoa, I am different and I can eat a salad at one instead of three. Yeah. I have clients that actually will say, I never even thought that I could eat at a different time than 12, you know, or six because they've been told, right? Shut uh, I know, yeah. girl. Yeah, I, I am totally with you. I totally reminds me of yeah. a of a goal that I just set for myself. And, it, and I don't want to hear about my water issue, okay? <laughs> but this is what I'll tell you. I have a hate-hate relationship with water. It's been a struggle my whole entire life. And every time I've gone to a trainer or through a weight loss program or whatever, they're like, you have to drink a gallon of water. Or you have to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water every single day. And it bec it's become this almost an anger-related issue at this point. So I will tell you this year, I finally got up the courage to say, you know what? I don't have to do that. I'm gonna do this my way because I've been trying for 10 years to do it your way, the way you're telling me I need to do it. So this year, my goal is to drink 24 ounces of water every day before I do anything else. That's it. No other water requirements. I don't care if I never drink another water a day of my, you know, an, an ounce the rest of the day, but 24 ounces, every single morning and you know what i haven't missed a day yet i mean i always refer back to animals they drink when they're thirsty case closed what's the problem right right, right. and so your 24 ounces based on your activity how you sleep the meds you're on if i was on different meds i might be more thirsty if i live in colorado in the mountains i might be more thirsty if i ran a marathon i'm like that's what drives me crazy about the weight you know the weight charts the bmi charts at the physician's office because you know my little guy was competing who's five foot six 200 pounds with three percent body fat is overweight and the insurance companies are sending him letters yeah so we've got this standard of what we weigh per height and what we should drink for water and we should sleep six to eight hours like i want to shoot somebody on that one like <laughs> right. I function massive on five and a half hours but it yeah. stresses people out like you said we think we're not meeting this bar and it's like just set it chill right look at you now and then you'll get to the place where you'll miss it if you don't and that's the point yeah that's the point yeah absolutely absolutely it just is such an empowering place to get to where you're like you know what this is what works for me and i love that exactly exactly yeah it's yeah, yeah it, it's part of that what we tell others to do that preach and teach thing that we just you know I always say no matter what whether you're blaming someone or you need to pay attention to yourself there are still three fingers coming this way yeah. so if you're saying hey it's your fault it's like oh really let's talk about maybe what we did 
And I say the same thing about how we teach people how to love or take care of themselves. We're like, you shouldn't work 15 hours a week. And it's like, oh, whoops, I am. You know, it's like you, we, we don't take our own advice, especially with wellness. And, you know, there's such a guilt factor. Sure. Um, I believe more so in our generation, my generation, there is because I come from the generation of the baby boomer parents that were like, two jobs might not be enough, honey. Let's go. Chop, chop. Right. You know, and so we busted ass and didn't ever feel like it was even still enough. Yeah. So I think that's part of it, too, is that we just, whatever the standard is, this is what drives me crazy, too. What's the newest thing? Mm -mm. Right. It cycles back around like bell bottoms. Yeah, <laughs> it absolutely does. It absolutely does. Yeah. So on the on the flip side of that, though, you know, there's there's definitely this empowerment in setting it up to what works for you. Yeah. However, there's also that line that you have to cross where you have to push yourself outside of that comfort zone so where where does that tipping point happen you know when you're when you're working with a client and teaching them yes we want to customize it to you but yeah well those are the key words you look for right the words where they'll say things like i'm afraid of or i don't like you know the ones that come at you and say well i've had three trainers it doesn't work it's the why it didn't well it probably doesn't because maybe it's control Maybe you're a rebel. Maybe it wasn't designed your way or you felt shamed. So the crossover is, I'll do like lots of things. Like one of them is called a dirty dozen. And I make them go out and try 12 different exercises they've never done before. Hula hoop, badminton, pickleball. I don't really care. Then right. over here, 12 dirty dozen foods, eggplant, whatever you say you don't like, that's right where we're going. And then I do the same thing with self-care. You don't have to get a pedicure and take a bubble bath for self-care. To me, to cross over to the comfort zone is to meet people kind of where they are and make it safe enough, achieve it. Safe enough, achieve it. And that builds, you know, the confidence. I'm not a huge fan of the massive leap in until you kind of figure out what. I'm not here to make people fail. That's not what I believe in. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me totally. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Will Smith talk about his, the story of his father and his father's um, store. He had, uh, there was a brick wall outside and he says, for whatever reason, my dad decided that brick wall had to come down and we were building a new one. He's like, still don't understand. But him and, and his brother spent like, you know, an entire summer, they knocked that wall down, they dug out the foundation, they reset new rebar, and then and then rebuilt that wall slowly, brick by brick. But the whole purpose for his, you know, that his father had him do that, he says, it doesn't matter about the wall, because Will's like, this is going to take us forever to get done. And he's like, it doesn't matter when the wall gets done. What matters is that today, you set the most perfect perfect brick that you possibly can set that's all i'm asking of you that today you set that perfect brick that's really and that, cool. yeah and i think i think about that all the time when i'm doing something that feels like it's so big or it's mm -hmm. such a huge change it, it really doesn't matter it's about that one that one exercise that's that right one salad 
whatever that is each and every day yeah I tell people I have this thing with a broom don't ask me why I mean maybe in another life like I was a broom I don't know but to <laughs> me it seems so simple because most people have one and if you could just get into action any little action it usually leads to hey I'm gonna turn the music on you know or hey and it gets you motivated to the next and the next whatever the next is so it takes just that baby action step so I'll say to people if you can sweep your floor for 21 days in a row you've proven to yourself you're gonna better have it didn't matter if the floor was clean I could give a last if the floor is clean it's the fact that you said I got to do it what time of day am I gonna do it how am I gonna do it did I get mindless and just was like well a lot versus when you first start out it's like oh my god right you know, that's so that right that in the now and establishing that habit so they become so mindless will lead to the next and lead to the next. I often say it's it's the how you get there. It's not even sometimes where the hell you're going. Right. It's just I like absolutely agree. It's you know if somebody wants to lose 50 pounds for a wedding, okay. How are we going to get there? Yeah. Somebody wants to get a PhD after their name, how are we going to get there? You yeah. can insert and change whatever the 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 is. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So what for you, I mean, being an entrepreneur is hard. I don't care what kind of an entrepreneur you are. Being your own boss is difficult, challenging every single day. You are the only one telling you to get up in the morning. You're the only one that's going to push you to the next level. So what are some of the things that actually motivate you to keep going and, and fighting for this, this dream that you originally had? Part of it is like, it sounds simple, but you know, I've just always known forever that this is just what I was supposed to do. And I know I recognize and I respect that a lot of people just don't know their purpose or their why or their passion. I respect that. A lot of people pass away not knowing. The main reason that we haven't figured it out is we haven't tried enough things. Try to paint, try to write, try to do whatever. So the point is like, I know this. And so the only way for me as an entrepreneur to keep doing what I need to do the brand the center of whatever right. you know you need to do when I started working from home is way before COVID I mean I was yeah. using zoom like back in 2013 14 yeah. so what I did what I learned in 2016 is I had to establish routine that looked like I was going to work I had to get up I had to eat my breakfast I had to shower regardless of what you wear from the waist down I know so everybody says it's like <laughs> I've known that forever it's a brand new thing but I also don't do any chores, just like if I was leaving the house. Sure. I do not break and do a load of laundry. I do not, because that's what entrepreneurs fall into. They'll steer off and go, oh, I'll just throw this laundry in. No, you didn't do it when you were working for DuPont. You didn't throw right. laundry in. Because it gets you out of that focus of I have my work hat on. It, it, it doesn't make you more efficient, because an entrepreneur works every day that ends with why. I mean, there's no... I mean, seriously, there's yeah. no, especially if you love what you do, yeah. it's to not do yeah. that. Um, so I just That's think for me, I have to stay, I stay extremely organized. I have an accountability team because I'm addicted to working. It's my mania. I love it. It's a drug. I will get completely out of control and miss my red flags. And so I have two or three people around me that can see that. And I've learned to respect it because if I go down for two or three days, what did it matter if I worked 17 hours for a week in a row? It didn't mean anything. No. 
No, absolutely not. I think you bring up a really, really, really good point too, in that, you know, it doesn't matter how, uh, how big the dream is or what we're doing or what we're working on. If you don't have some kind of support system around you, it can go haywire in a real quick second. Um, you know, whether that's being addicted to work or being too lazy to actually get up and do the work, like there's gotta be accountability on, on all those perspectives. You know, we always get an accountability team when we're at our strongest, right? So we're walking around the house and we're like getting ready to go for making it up or run. And we're like, you know what? I want That was such an awesome run. I want somebody to check in with me every day that I run. Well, the next day you don't give a crap about running and all of a sudden you're not answering Judy's text. Mm-hmm. Well, the point is, is that if you really want an accountability team, you need to sit in it. Pick who you want that you know has your best interest at heart, not just somebody that's going to go, why didn't you do it? Why do you work in too late? I already know I'm working too late. I don't need to hear that crap. Don't. I want to hear, hey, girl, you're really good at what you do. We need you for what you do. How can I help you remember to eat? You know, check in with. That's what you need. If you have that other stuff that causes more angst, it's not going to, it's just not going to work. Yeah. Accountability is freaking huge. The, the other thing I wanted to say with you is that we won't ever see our own red flags. You have to allow your accountability to know what those are. So for me, um, I build up where I stop sleeping and I forget to eat and then my migraines come. So when I start saying out loud, you know, God, my neck is hurting. I'm getting a migraine. I'm usually three or four days into a, a crap load of crap. So if right. I'm saying that to somebody, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, so you got to know your red flags and share them with your team. Yeah. And, and I think being able to have that safe space is super, super important. You know, choosing those people has to be a very thoughtful consideration um, because they've got to know, they've got to know a little bit about your personality. You know, can, can you handle some of the harsh statements yeah, exactly. or, you know, do you need a really loving um, careful concern kind of a touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could depend on the scenario and what you're asking for accountability on as well. The other thing is to try really hard to figure out what their role is. Like give them boundaries. They don't know. If you say yeah. make, make it, I'm going to make you an accountability partner and make sure I exercise each day. They don't know. And if they start harping you, like what did that mean? What did you want? Do you want me to see if you walk for five minutes before you know lunch? Do you want so give them the parent the job description, whatever, to understand because they want to meet it too. I mean, yeah. it's a new habit for them to now check in on your, you know, but so just let them know what your needs are and what some of your red flags are, and that's it's way easier for them. Yeah, absolutely. You know? How 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 is it um, being on someone else's accountability team? You know, how, what are the things that, that you feel like you bring to the table for someone else? I have to be careful because I've been doing this for so long. I get super coachy without, mm-hmm. like, there's no, sometimes it bleeds over. So, like, even I've learned this concept that I've used since my son was a teenager, my oldest son. So, when he was a teenager, we at time, you know, I was his mom. There were times where I felt like his best friend. There were times that we were roommates when he got a little bit older, when yeah. I was his dad and I split up and so we started this started this hat thing with him so as soon as I would come into something where I felt like hey this is a real mom situation like pick up your chew can I mean come right. on buddy. right I was like so I would come in and say hey you know or I would come in with that type of hat thing 
I have to do that as well sometimes when I'm an accountability person because I have to say, I'm not being your coach right now. I'm being a friend, not harping at you. I don't have any expectations. This is about you, yeah. not my strategies and tools because it's just part of who I am and it's hard to separate sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I've definitely run into that for sure. I know my my daughter has said to me on more than one occasion, Mom, <laughs> don't get all self-help on me. You are so hard. <laughs> it's so the toughest part. And I've heard this, obviously, we've heard this as parenting where it's like, then they start parenting you, right? It comes back on you. But it it's does. the same thing with that kind of mentoring in that self-help place you got to be careful what you teach or share with people because it comes right mom you know you got to get back up on that unicorn you know look for the positive side and everything and i'm like there ain't no unicorns like there's right. no unicorn right now <laughs> it's funny but, yeah. oh, i love it i love it so uh, obviously accountability i you know from my personal perspective and it sounds like with you having accountability in your life is a non-negotiable but what are the other things in your life that you're like it doesn't matter what else is going on i have to have this core piece uh in order to stay where i need to be um donuts coffee <laughs> 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 A donut and a coffee, and someone's going to die. If there yeah. is no coffee, it's like straight up. If I have a donut there, because it's like, I believe in this concept of snobby food. You know, you don't do the whole cheat meal, indulge. Words matter. So, no, right. you snob. And it's like, with my donut, I know what kind, what time of day I'm going to have it, how many seconds I'm going to heat it up, how many times a month I'm going to have it. Because then there's this sounds relationship oh look what I have for you and it's not even rehearsed oh. now don't give up um but no I'm just kidding the the absolutes for me are um sleep is without a shadow of a doubt I will protect my sleep because I never had it um watching me go to bed is in itself the most hysterical movie you've ever seen it's <laughs> such a process you know I have my white noise bows earbuds turned on my mouth guard, my eye mask, pitch black, my my pillow with a it's a it's a process. But <laughs> I love it. It took me 30 years to get here where I said I have to master this. So it's sleep, it's trying to get outside. I just need the sun here for like at least five minutes that it can't. Um, and I would say I need to work every day without somebody har harping at me. I have to do a little baby at least something i i don't like to take a full day off because it's yeah. so i mean those are kind of my non-negotiables but i love that i love that you are definitely exactly who you have decided you want to be you're very confident in that yeah. and i wish so many more people would see the value in just being like this is exactly who I am. I don't really care if you like it or not. I make me happy. There's Period. so much freedom in that. Last year during COVID, I got stuck, air quotes, at my son's house in Colorado without him. So here he's a you know single guy with a dog and my little grand fur baby, and I'm babysitting. And I'm just like this, and I'm going, oh, my God, I'm working from home, but I'm, like, by myself. So I thought, mm, 
I'm gonna go ha I'm gonna go on a live happy hour every night for 54 days because that's my age and I'm not gonna have any judgment what I do or talk about sometimes I showed up and put lipstick on or a helmet or a ladder or there was so much freedom in that because to me almost sarcasm that type of humor allows me to cross over to if I'm feeling emotional or worried someone's judging me I can almost put a character on and just say who gives a crap like nobody wakes up in the morning honestly girlfriend giving a crap about you they really don't we're all worried about ourselves so the second at 15 minutes past nine you can realize whoa nobody really gives a crap what I'm doing then do you yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and, and in all honesty so many more people will love respect and appreciate you for doing just that I sat there watching the first lives and I'm like oh my god oh my god I have more views than I do on my radio shows <laughs> and and I people just come in at like for instance you know with what you do you never know who you touch if anyone sometimes right and that's not why we do it we do it no. because we feel we're making a difference and we love to do it and but then they would start people that I didn't even know were, oh my gosh girl been watching you for like 20 days I come home from work and you're and they're just like <laughs> but that the humor and the transparency you know crying on there the happy hours and just saying that you know I'm sucking today I'm sad today or whatever broke me to the other side to just say I honestly don't give a crap and if you don't like what I am not for you right step aside it's okay yeah it's okay I love it, I love it. yeah one question that I love to ask at the end of every show is how do you give back? Because I think that piece is so integral to so many of us. We all have our heart. We have our heart on our business, obviously, mm -hmm. um, or we wouldn't be entrepreneurs. But there's always this little, this little sliver of us that wants to know that we're making a difference in a different way. And I'm always curious just to see what everyone else is doing. It's again, it, again, I'm going to almost give you a canned answer, but I give myself away. I mean, I've always been told you give away the farm, you give away your content, you give away your time, you give away, you know, I will pick up a phone. I've got a pretty strong intuition or, or I like if I'm walking around the house and I think of someone, there's something going on. Yeah. And so I will stop and I will give them my time. I don't know how else to put that, but it'll be important yeah. enough for, and it could be like, hey, you know, you're going through some stuff. I see some things online or whatever. Let's talk for an hour. And I just make time for that because that's what, I, and it's, it's effortless for me. It's a, it's such a passion that um, I want to be able to forever. Exactly. Exactly. And when you align like that and you feel it, because to me, when you sink into it and you're like, yeah that was a great combo i don't know what i said i was vesseled have no clue but when you come out of it like this that's when you know you did the right thing with your volunteering yeah. rubbing you know animals at the shelter when you come away feeling good about it you're doing the right you're doing the right thing yeah i love that i it, that answer is so unique for each and every person uh mm -hmm. that i've ever interviewed um, you know, the, the whole reason behind the show, first of all, it makes me zero money, none. Uh, I literally do it because 
because I absolutely love talking to people and there are only so many hours for coffee available. You know, I just couldn't, I literally had gotten to the point where I was like, I could literally book half of my day every single day having coffee and meeting new people because I people are such a curiosity to me. I'm so fascinated by the way different people think and what they use for motivation and how they affect other people. I'm just like, oh, give it all to me. Um, but I, TV. People yeah. Like, and I'm just like, people are so, you know, I totally get it. Okay, go girl. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I just wanted to share so many people with other people that I'm like, I have to have a medium where I can have the conversations that spark curiosity and fascination in me and wow. then also be able to share them with as many other people as possible. Um, and this is the tool to do that. So, and part of that is how do people get back? How do they stay motivated? Like, what are those things that different people do? Um, and it's just been such an absolute joy. Yes to yeah. go on this journey. And the connection with people right now is so vital. I've had such different people on my happy hour, my radio or whatever. It's such a, like I'll see a 20 year old that's online. I'll go, okay, that kid's doing something. Mm -hmm. Call. Yeah. Cause we we're at home now and we need a voice. We need to feel like we matter. We need to see eyeballs. We need to hear voices. And it's stuff like what we are doing right now that you said something, we don't make money. No, there are some things we do in our life that we're supposed to make relationships and collaborations. And that's just the supposed to be piece. I just started a um, Coach Peggy Real Time Live. It's a docu-series of a cast and we air it every Sunday and everybody who lives wherever can watch it. Yeah. And so we vetted people and everything. The reason I did that is to make people at home, just like you, anybody that's sitting there Netflixed out <laughs> to go, Oh my God, I connect with Walt. Whoa, what's going on with Christine and to get right into their home. And it's the same thing that you just said is to connect, 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 and it has nothing to do with money. To me, if your heart's in it, the money follows. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's not what I'm supposed to say as a finance person, but. <laughs> we say what's real, girl. Just came out, you know. Yeah. It's not rehearsed. So we tell us uh, how we can connect with you. What's your website address? What's the best way to reach you? Okay, Peggy at allthingswellness.com is my email. And then my website is Peggy Wilms. It's two L's. It's not Williams. I didn't miss a few letters. I know. <laughs> so it's PeggyWilms.com. You can find me on Facebook at Coach Peggy Wilms. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. Oh my God. TikTok, out of control. Yeah, I am on TikTok. Good job. Um, I get crazier there. But yeah, and I'm doing, you know, I've got my own radio show, the Coach Peggy Show on Transformation Talk Radio. And we're just out there and you've got to be, you guys, the TV's going away. It's social yeah. media. Please get comfortable with it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we will make sure to list all the places they can find you in the show notes so that people come and hunt you down. Just like you did, my love. But I That's do the right. same I vet people because you want to have fun. You want to, you know, do the coffee. And you know what? I love what you said because people like us, would go have coffee every single day for a coffee shop and you know obviously we can't do that and this you know thank you for this relaxed
fun, unrehearsed atmosphere and the process that you go through to vet people to be on your show. I wanted to compliment you on that because I've done this stuff a lot and I loved your process. It was a people, human, loving process. So, oh, thank good. You. I'm so glad that it comes across that way because that's absolutely how I feel about it. I loved it. Yes. Amazing. It was an, a super joy to have you on my show today. I am so thrilled to get to know you a little bit better. And we will have to have, you know, just some you and me conversation time one of these days as well. Absolutely. And we'll just air some of our bloopers, some of our B-roll. Because that's where the most fun is. It's <laughs> Whoops. So, no, thank you very much for having me. And good conversation, real people, real problems, real solutions. We got all of that out there. And last thing I would want to say is get rid of the cookie cutter crap and start doing you whatever it is, do you. Absolutely. So. I adore you, Peggy. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. You have a great night, honey. You too. Bye, dear. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Wim Life Show today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness.